Hey everyone, Stephanie here. And for those of you that might not be aware, I am super excited that I am pregnant. I'm actually getting close to my 19th week. And I wanted to hop on here to just kind of talk about some of my early signs and symptoms of my pregnancy. Now, what was really quite interesting is that when I talked to my gynecologist and I call him up to let him know that I'm like, hey, I took a pregnancy test and I definitely think I'm pregnant. The test came back as positive. He was not shocked because he knew that I'm very in tune with my body. He was like, you're probably the most in tune person that I know when it comes to your body. So again, for those of you that are just joining me, let me tell you a little bit about myself. My name is Stephanie. I am a hormonologist, which means that I study hormonal health and wellness, and I help my clients balance their hormones, balance their life through nutrition, through herbal remedies, and through lifestyle changes. I am actually also working on an awesome fertility health program for the women out there that are struggling with fertility. I've definitely seen that over the course of me balancing my hormones throughout the years, I've really been able to help balance out my hormones to the point where I can be fertile. So that's a whole nother episode and I will dive into that and another episode on what was going on with me prior to, why I had a hard time to become fertile and what I did to become fertile. But today I want to talk to you about really the signs and symptoms that I knew, the early signs and symptoms of my pregnancy. So for those ladies that are out there that are like, huh, I kind of feel like I might be pregnant, but I'm not quite sure. I want to tell you some of my signs and symptoms. Now, first and foremost, I want to let you know I am not a doctor. Second of all, everyone's body is differently. So what I've experienced might be completely different than what you've experienced. Um, for example, I've had a pretty good pregnancy. I did not deal with any morning sickness. So some of the early signs and symptoms that I've experienced were, first and foremost, I noticed that my breasts were getting a lot larger. I'm very small-chested. I've always been small-chested. Um, at my lowest weight rate, I was probably like a double or a triple A, like really flat-chested. My husband did not marry me for my chest. That is for sure. Um, never dreamed about getting breast implants, but I've always been very small chested. So I woke up one day and I noticed, and this is before like even missing my cycle, I noticed, huh, okay, my left boob feels like really heavy. I remember coming out of the shower, like just kind of holding it and pressing it. And my husband walked into the bathroom and he was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know, does this feel like, does it look like it's larger than the other one? <laughs> And I even had my husband do um, a breast exam because he was like, well, maybe you might have breast cancer. I was like, well, thanks. That makes me feel really great. So I had him going over there and doing a breast exam um, after I was trying to fill around. I'm like, I don't feel any lumps, but maybe you might detect something completely different. Um, so that was one of the first signs and symptoms. The other one was extreme, extreme, extreme tiredness. I mean, I'm talking about like, man, I could wake up and around nine o'clock, I was ready to go crash. So I would wake up as early as sometimes like 5 a.m. And by nine, I was taking naps. I remember in particularly one day I was um, getting ready to work out with one of my friends and then go and teach a class. And I was so 
tired that I'm, my friend would suggest like, you should drink some coffee. I actually had two cups of coffee, which is not something, I, first of all, I don't even drink coffee, um, really. But I had two cups of coffee uh, to get me through the day. And this was around 11 o'clock. And all I kept saying is like, I just gotta make it to two. I just gotta make it to two. And then once I make it to two o'clock, I'm able to take a nap. And I took an hour nap. Usually like an hour nap is really sufficient and I feel really refreshed. Yeah, I woke up from my hour nap and I was like, yeah, I could sleep for like another three or four hours. And that was like the first sign and it just became perpetual. Like every single day, I pretty much needed a nap. It got worse. It went, see, I'm even when I yawn, thinking about it. It got so bad, right? That I was constantly taking these naps. So that was another sign of really feeling it. Um, the other one was that like, starting to feel a little bit of breast tenderness as it got a little bit later on, like really aches and pains, especially around the nipple area. Um, that was a common sign. And then of course, you know, the other one is really not having your cycle. Like I track my cycle. I use an app um, to track my cycle. There's tons of apps out there, you know, so definitely if you are not tracking your cycle, please, 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 for your own hormonal health, track your cycle. So I tracked my cycle and I realized like, hmm, like I have not had longer than like 25 days, um, you know, cycle since last May. And it was going on 28 days, which I didn't really think too much about it. I was like, well, maybe it's a little bit delayed, like no big deal, right? 28 days is still in the normal range. And then it became 30 days. And that's when I was like, okay, I think I need to go get a test. But it was so funny because in the back of my mind, I really wasn't still wrapping my mind around the fact that I was pregnant. I was like, oh, there's a slight chance that I could be pregnant, but it wasn't like anything which I was like, yes, I'm definitely pregnant because I thought I was infertile. Like, honestly, I thought that there was no chance of me being pregnant. My husband, and I had been using unprotective sex for almost going on 10 years. Um, and I was told when I was younger, um, when I was dealing with a lot of hormonal issues that I had a hostile environment to raise kids, which meant like my hormonal levels were so out of whack that there was no way that a baby would be able to form and um, be um, to be able to actually reproduce at the end of the day, right? So I kind of chalked it up like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to have kids. Well, pregnancy test said something else. So here I am walking into the local pharmacy, picking up a pregnancy test, still picking up some, um, some feminine products, right? Because in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm not fertile. Like I you know, chalked it up like I'm, I'm not, you know, I can't be fertile. Like I've had a hard time with fertility. It's just not happening. And I've also go over there and get a thermometer to do my basal uh, metabolic temperature. So I'm able to figure out what I'm better able to, to track everything, my cycles, right? So I walk out, get all my stuff. I go home, I have breakfast. Um, I go upstairs, I pee on the stick. And before I even get a chance to walk out the room, I started seeing the other um, line, the double lines appear. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant. And I st it still didn't dawn on me. So I had like one of those three pregnancy tests, like the next two days I took another test. And I was like, well, maybe something, you know, maybe it's a false, a false positive, which does not exist, right? Maybe it's a false positive. Maybe I'm not actually pregnant. And then on the third day, like when I realized I wasn't dreaming and that I was actually pregnant is when I called up my doctor. So those were some of the early signs and symptoms. Again. I was super lucky to not have any morning sickness whatsoever throughout this pregnancy. My, my husband, I think, was kind of 
hoping and wishing that I had morning sickness. I wouldn't say necessarily like wishing it, but he kept on thinking like, oh, well, you're not at the not you're not at the clear yet. You're not at the clear yet. You're like you're still in your first trimester. You're not at the clear yet. You know you can get it at any point in time. He's reading all these articles like, you know, it can start at ten weeks if you haven't started already, um, and it can go all the way up to fourteen or sixteen weeks. So you're not at the clear yet. You're not at the clear yet. So in the back of his mind, he's like, it can happen at any point in time. Well, needless to say, we were planning on going up to Kilimanjaro. And he was, um, first of all, concerned of like, I can't climb up Kilimanjaro, which my doctor told me absolutely not because it's too high of elevation, it's 19,000 feet. And the other thing is he was concerned about even doing the trip at all and going to Tanzania because he was like, what if morning sickness occurs while you're on this trip? Luckily, morning sickness did not happen when I was on the trip, but instead I got food poisoning. <laughs> so um, your immune system is a lot more compromised when you are pregnant. And so you can get a lot more symptoms and one of them was getting uh, food poisoning from this milkshake which I posted up on my Instagram so you can go and see this hack milkshake that I had that my husband ordered that gave me mornings I'm uh, not morning sickness but gave me food poisoning for four complete days and of course he's over there like oh it's it's morning sickness it's morning sickness and what else could it possibly be it has to be morning sickness in the back of my head I'm thinking if this is morning sickness, I don't know how I'm going to survive the next couple of weeks. And I actually told him, like, we're going to come back from this trip and you're going to have to, like, bust your butt because there's no way that I can even function, let alone, like, work with being this sick. Like, I kept running to, like, to the bathroom. Just lifting my head sometimes was just a lot of work. So luckily, no morning sickness, just four days of food poisoning, which was horrible and I wouldn't rush it on anyone. Um, so I can only imagine what morning sickness is like for those ladies who are dealing with morning sickness. So again, tiredness, again, sometimes it still keeps up. I'm in my second trimester. Tiredness was probably the big thing. Um, increase in amount of breast size was another one. Um, of course, missing my cycle was another one. Breast tenderness was one. Um, and then the first trimester, you might actually be experiencing these things called implementation cramps which is not as bad as like um, cramps that you have in your cycle and trust and believe I've had very bad cramps in my past. So these were just like slight little twinges and you're just like, mm, that's not comfortable. But it's not to the point where you want to go and take medication because of course you can't really take any medications anyways. And I wouldn't suggest that you take any pain medication while you are experiencing implementation cramps because it could interfere with the development of your baby. It can cross that placenta barrier, right? So um, it's not that bad. Like you can kind of go through it. You might be like, ah, I want a heat pack, or you might just kind of be in the middle of something. You might want to hold on to your uterus for a second and be like, mm. but it's a good sign. It's a good sign. Like you really want to have implementation cramps because that you know that your baby is actually implement, like the embryo is actually implementing in there. Um, so those were some of the early signs and symptoms that I had. I would love to hear from you. What are the things that you dealt with? Did you deal with morning sickness? Um, did you experience the extreme amount of tiredness? And every time I think about it, I just want to go to sleep. I might actually have to go to sleep after, after doing this because I, I just think about how freaking tired I was. Like there's not enough sleep that could justify or make me feel less tired. My little dog off to the side of me, she delighted in every moment of it because we were taking naps all the time. Um, and of course, you don't want to drink a lot of caffeine because you're limited in the amount of caffeine that you can have. So, um, and I'm not a big caffeine person in the first place. It's really not great for hormonal health anyways. 
So it made it very hard to function. Oh, another thing that I've experienced a lot is pregnancy brain. Ladies, it is so real. Pregnancy brain is so real. My, my staff was just like, you are a whole completely different person when you are pregnant because I will be in the middle of doing something and completely forget what I like was planning on doing. Someone would tell me something and I would actually have to tell them like, do me a favor, send me a text message because I'm not making notes of this. Send me a text message because I'm going to forget this. I know I'm going to forget this. So if that is you, that's normal. Pregnancy brain is completely normal. Um, so these are some of the early signs and symptoms that I've had. Again, I would love to hear from you. Did you experience morning sickness? Did you experience the breast sickness, the increase in the breast size? What were some of the early signs and symptoms that you had that you were pregnant? Please let me know. I love for you to tell me more about that. And I hope that you found this to be very informational for you. Um, and if you like these kind of informational topics, please let me know. Please send me an email. Simply go over to stephanie at stephanielopezgilmore.com. Send me an email and say, yes, I love these topics, you know, or tell me which topics you like me to cover, and I will try to cover them in another episode. All right, and I'll see you all later on. Bye for now.